At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Points Bets giving you a $10 free live bet to use during Sunday night football every week for the rest of the regular season. Place your bets this week. Chiefs, Broncos getting on the action. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Time for Chernoff, baby. Five and one last week with sides and totals. He's the man. 86 and 43, all NFL bets on the season, 67% that sides, yeah. totals, and props. All right, Adam, um, great job with the sides and totals last week. Again, tell us about this Thursday night game. Now with the news that we had yesterday with COVID, Big Mike McCarthy's not going to be there for the Cowboys. Taysom Hill looks like he's going to get the start for the Saints. Which side do you like here? Right into it. Yep. Love the Cowboys minus five. I bet a minus five, to be honest. So this has come down because of the news. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I still like it a lot because the saints right now with Hill or Simeon, I mean, they have in every way a preseason offense. They have no number one wide receiver. They have no explosiveness. And just looking through like the last couple of games where they've sort of been dealing with, they do nothing against the bills. All of their production against the Eagles came late. They were down 33-7. to seven. All of the production against the Titans came late. They were down two scores in that game. And the same thing happened in the Falcons game. Atlanta got out to a double-digit lead, and then the Saints came back late in scores. So when, when the games are in a neutral state with the offense as it is right now for the Saints, where it's within one score, they're just not doing anything on offense. And the Cowboys are likely to get Amari Cooper back. They're likely to get CeeDee Lamb back. 
And I don't know if this COVID situation is going to continue going through the locker room. Nobody does. But I'm just I'm looking at this number. Last week, the Bills closed seven, seven and a half against the Saints in New Orleans. And now the Cowboys, without McCarthy and five or six other coaches, they're down to four. To me, it's it's too big of a gap for where I have the Cowboys versus the Bills, but how I have the Cowboys matching up against this team. Because if Dallas gets both of those guys back on offense, like I certainly think against the Saints defense, especially in the past where New Orleans for the season is in bottom six of giving up explosive pass plays to opposing quarterbacks, the big play is always there against the Saints. And the biggest weakness for the Cowboys right now is that secondary and how much they're willing to gamble. But without a number one wide receiver, or a deep downfield threat, like this is a Cowboys defense that can sit on these short routes, sit on Taysom Hill, likely running out of the pocket when he gets announced as the starter, sit on Kamara, who's coming back from injury. I just don't think the matchup's that bad. So uh, obviously it's kind of an unknown with the COVID situation at this point and what that might turn into between now and kickoff, but uh, this is too short for me. So I'll take the the road favorite here. Okay, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Your Jets got a win. On the road against Houston, they return home. The Eagles also again in New Jersey. I don't know how they lost that game on Sunday. Great rushing attack, silly turnovers, and they only score seven points. What do you think of the Jets catching points against Philly? It's too many points. Um, If you're looking at six and a half this morning, you can find seven minus 120. That's the number that I would take if you're looking at this right now. But last week, the Eagles were a four-point favorite in the Meadowlands here against New York. This week, they're laying minus seven. So last week was the biggest point spread that this Eagles team that everybody loves laid all season, which is kind of crazy to think about considering how much hype this team has been getting. This week, they step up in price points despite the loss last week. Now they're laying seven against the Jets, and I just think it's too many. And right now, Philadelphia... They have a fantastic run game. Like, I get that. But I look at the Jets. They're above average in run-stop win rate for the season. So this is a front seven in the Jets that probably is not going to completely shut out the Eagles' run game. But they can probably prevent them from running for 200-plus yards like the Eagles have on almost every opponent the last four or five weeks. But I, I start to question now, after we saw what happened last week, against the Giants if we're not getting a little bit too far gone with the price here on the Eagles. Because if we look back at this schedule and this run that they went on, they beat the Lions, who really everybody has beat all season long. Like, you're not giving them that big of a bump for beating the Lions. They lose to the Chargers, but then they beat the Broncos, and Denver was decimated on their defensive front seven. Tons of injuries, so an effective ground game is going to work. They beat the Saints, who had nobody in terms of offensive weapons, and you lose to the Giants. So it's like this five-week run where they're getting upgraded substantially in power ratings. But is it really worth it? Like, are we going too far here? And now their price point's going up even further against the front seven that can contain the run? I just I think it's gone too far here, and this number's too big, especially if Nick Sirianni's coming out yesterday, and what he's saying is true, where Jalen Hurts has the ankle injury that he suffered against the Giants. If he's somewhat limited running the football or his availability is sort of hindered in any way, again, that sort of takes away from this run game, forces him to pass, which is really boomer bust him going to Smith. So I don't know. I think it's seven here at minus 120 where it is right now. 
it's just gone too far. This isn't a team that should be laying more than a touchdown, even if it is to a team as bad as the Jets. Excellent breakdown as always. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, Dynamite Betting the NFL, uh, voice of the Simple Handicap podcast available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, take us through this Monday night game. I think you're going to eventually maybe get to two bets on this, but we'll get to the total coming up in a second. Uh, Patriots just playing outstanding football, uh, killing teams in the second half, and the Bills, they like to beat up on a lot of, a lot of bad teams, Adam. That does not qualify with the Patriots. They're a really good football team. Which side do you like here in this game? Yeah, both of these teams like to beat up on bad opponents, and I, that's Fair. kind of more relevant to the total, so I'll, I'll get to that in a second because it's really interesting. So this side was a rare occasion that professionals that I talk with who never even think about betting look-ahead lines because the amount that you can bet is not worth it, and it kind of kills the market, so they can't bet it the week after. But when this number was available last week at Patriots plus three and a half, it was the rare occasion where they actually went and everywhere that you could bet it jumped in and took three and a half because the number was just, it, it was off for where it was. And the Thanksgiving week, showed that the Bills beat the Saints, so people saw that. But again, like how much are you taking away from that win against the Saints? For me, it's not that much of an upgrade. The Pats, on the other hand, they get bet up from two and a half against the Titans to the opener at five, close seven and a half, completely destroy the Titans. They continue to get a small bump up, but we're now at the point where these two teams are getting close to being rated equally. And Steven Ruiz, who is a fantastic NFL writer, he published an article that broke down the Buffalo Bills as good as I've ever seen someone break down a team midseason. And the whole, the sort of everything coming together here is the Bills the last two seasons have gone out of their way to build this defense that defends the pass first and allows teams to run on them, sort of this run-funnel defense. And the reason they did that is because they're building to – to beat up on the Chiefs and potentially contain big pass plays from opponents and, and focus on that Super Bowl run. Belichick and the Pats have gone the complete opposite direction. They've established this power running game that when matched up against the Bills defense is the worst case scenario for Buffalo. Mm. And the Bills this season, they've played a lot of really bad quarterbacks, but they've only played two physical running teams that share the same style as the Patriots. It was the Titans and the Colts. They lost outright in Tennessee as a six-point favorite. Derrick Henry ran all over them. And then we all know what happened a couple weeks ago against Indianapolis, 41-15. That game was never close in Buffalo. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts ran all over the Bills. And in my opinion, now the Bills get their most difficult opponent of the season from that style specifically in New England. It's a step above Tennessee. It's a step above Indianapolis. And where this gets even worse for Buffalo is now there's wind forecasted for the game, right around 20 miles per hour. It's going to be freezing conditions. The, the forecast is right around 32 degrees, and there's a chance that there's going to be rain. So the one spot where the Bills could potentially have success throwing the football downfield, utilizing their three wide receivers, kind of gets negated too. So it's, it's a bad spot on both sides because the Bills, they have no ground game. This is just – it's not ideal conditions for the Bills' offense, and just everything about this game – works up and supports New England being able to run the football all game on the ground. And it's just, a, it's a bad matchup for Buffalo. So we saw this number actually start moving a week ago 
and we're still seeing it move today. And as this total continues to come down, the side's going to continue to get bet. I just really like New England in this spot for how this game matches up on the field. Okay, we have like a minute left then. And explain how you're going to approach the total then, Adam. So anytime wind gets to 20 miles per hour or more, that's the magic number you want to watch for for betters. That brings the total down to the low 40s. Neither of these defenses have played anyone all season long. You look at the Bills, they stepped up in class twice for top 10 offenses. They conceded 30 and 40 points each. The Pats, they've done it once. They gave up 35 to the Cowboys. I think both teams at this low of a total, the Pats are going to have no issue moving the football. I think the Bills can find a little bit of success moving the football as well, keep the game somewhat competitive. We're going to be looking at a total that comes down like low 40s, 43 or lower. I think it's just much too low. So I'm waiting for it to come, and we'll see. I'll have something on Twitter. But I I certainly wouldn't be looking at the under, despite the weather that's going to come in and keep bringing this number down. I'd be looking the other way, but I'll do it later in the week. Very good. And you can follow him on Twitter. He sends out all of his picks there, at Adam Chernoff. And again, the podcast is called The Simple Handicap. And he's a product manager at Covers.com. Enjoy New York City. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy the games this week. Yep. Thank you. There you go. And again, 67% to date on the NFL. That size totals and props, 86 and 43. Struggled with the props last week, but he did go 5 and 1 with sides and totals. Yes. Yep. The analysis there, um, dynamite. As good as it gets, in my opinion. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The email is open, as always, ftm at vsin.com. ftm at vsin.com. Up next, we will recap last night's betting action, any bad beats, the line moves, upsets, and win some, lose some. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right. Monday night football. Washington to win between one and six points at Bet Rivers plus 350. Net gets there. First score of the game. Washington field goal plus 460. Missed extra point plus 260. That cashes. Sly gets hurt on the play. And then they uh, have to go for two and then go for it on fourth down later in the game. Although it works out for Washington. Everett first touchdown 15 to 1. Swain last touchdown 25 to 1. Nuggets from seven down to three and a half beat the Heat by nine. No Butler, no Morris, no Hero. And Denver gets the win. Arizona Coyotes plus 260. They shut out the Jets. Cornell over 152 to 157. They beat Canisius 89 75 and win and lose some. Ohio State fans refuse to cancel their hotel reservations in Indy. For the Big Ten title game, Michigan fans know where to stay. <laughs> it's a rivalry. That kind of stuff happens, right? One. <laughs> <laughs> Screw isn't, it. Isn't that something? We're paying thousands. I don't care. Out of spite. That's right. I'm still ticked off we lost that game. It's a very strong spite move. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat the money. I don't yeah, care. Don't care. I'm not even going to go. <laughs> I want to <laughs> have your... <laughs> I'm still... Yeah. I'm going to have a bad weekend. I can't watch my Buckeyes, so I want you to be miserable somehow where you can't. Right, yes. No place to stay or you have a long commute. Yep. Whatever it is. You can't enjoy anything. One bad beat, Washington to win both halves at Bet Rivers. The blocked extra point return uh, ruined that in the first half. The videos, as always, subscribe, be part of the team, Beeson.com, our radio and podcast people, eclectic mix, as always. Brazil, Japan, who knows, one of the spots. But look at this dog here. It's the keeper in here with the goal. He's grabbing the soccer balls and catch. How can this be? Every time he's got like a big pile around him. And he grabs. Give me that. No problem. All right. Put my hands up. Paws up. Got that one too. 
and he grabs it. Look at that. No Pretty problem. Impressive. Yeah, grabs it, throws it down. Give me another one. What's the dog's name that we always show who loves to eat food? Yeah, I was going to say Blue. Blue. Blue the dog. Same thing, but the Blue the dog holds on to like pieces of pizza like it's a human. Yeah. Grabs a burrito, yeah. uses his paws. Right. This dog's out there like a gold glove winner. Right. This was uh, the other night. The other night at the Sixer game. Throw it down, fella. With authority. Give me that thing. Gives him the ball, puts it in his mouth, and walks right up. Uh, you're right. That's a technical. Hang on. The yes, rim. it is. Come but on. Still throws it down and jumps up in the uh, in the guy's lap. You can't hang on with the paws. Come no, on. Very good. And this is awesome. This couple pulls over on the side of the road. They see a gigantic bear. They wave to the bear. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> he stands right up and gives it right back. That is great. I can't believe that. I'm like, what's going to happen here? <laughs> I mean, that is that is. It's an enthusiastic wave. I mean, he's really happy to see that gal. There you go. All well, right, we'll see you, too. Come by next time. He's probably That's thinking, good. any food in there? Can you toss me something? Sure. Right, but the bread. Remember, yeah. the guy grabbed the and bread, it, yeah. too. That's great. And the Harry Kane tweet. The Tottenham game was postponed this weekend, and you saw this couple. It made its way to Harry Kane. Uh, Dallas to London to Burnley. 31 hours. No sleep. Fueled by coffee, cheese, crackers, and more coffee. Frigid temps. Snow predicted for match day. The things we do when you love your club. No bueno. Harry Kane, I just saw this. For your commitment and to make up for the match being called off, I'd like to invite you to a home game as my guest the next time you're in London. Thumbs up. Good job, Harry Kane. Good job. Solid move. Yeah, that is well played. Very good. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Tuesday. Get a 20% profit boost on college and the NFL. Learn more at BetRivers.com. We should do a game with Mike Palm Thursday about what's real and what's fake in this Lincoln Riley contract. Well, do we know? I mean, this do is... Do we know what's real and nah, what's fake? I think we do. Oh, we do? I think we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, t- we'll take that tweet for every uh, word that's in it, for sure. I you mean... Know, what don't you buy? Well, the, the person said I can't, you know, right away with the, the language in the tweet, I can't confirm, but this is what I have. And then he just, you know, rattles off like 13 things that are totally extravagant. Comp, but, comp dinner at Mastro's. Anytime he wants in Beverly well, Hills. They could, they could cater to his house if, they, if he <laughs> yeah, wants to. Yeah, yeah, I'll take yeah. it today. I'll be there at 2 uh, o'clock, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Lakers season tickets for life. Well, I say he gets. Jeannie busted. Wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. No. J- jack seats. Yeah, right. Give him jack seats. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, but th- this I, is. See, no. this is where I. Like, USC was smart. I do buy, like, the stuff for the homes. Uh huh. Sure. Give us. He has two homes in Norman. Giving him 500000 over asking. <laughs> $1 million bonus. Buying a six million dollar home in L.A. for him. Apparently, that—that's uh, standard operating procedure, and it's usually in Manhattan Beach, as I understand it. Okay, I like that area too. Well, by the way, he evidently—they were just moving into, and that's why he has two homes in Norman. Uh-huh. He and his family just finished like building a house that they were ready to move into, and that's why they're taking care of both of them. Whatever, he could have seven houses, and they're like, okay, here's fourteen million dollars. That's a hell of a start. My God. I'm going to be our coach. Unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for the family. I mean, this is... Pretty good. How do you turn that down? Uh-huh. How do you say no? $110 million like Brian Kelly. How do you say no to $15 million a year? Can't do that. You, you got to go. It's automatic. That is something. The timing's bizarre, but I mean, well, it never works out well with the timing. How, how often is... Wait, wait, till, wait till Sunday. Can he tell LSU wait till Sunday? Uh, they might be in the playoff. This is a... This is... Come on. This is bad. What if they sport. said no? What, if, what do you mean they're going to say? Who are they going to get? Aranda? Uh, Campbell? I mean, what, what? Sure. 
Oh, it had to be somebody else? If Brian Kelly says he's interested? I need until at least Sunday to make up my mind. They said, no, we need to know right now. Oh, God. The whole thing It's sticks. not bad for the sport I, because it's like you, you can't. You, are Notre you bl- Dame could be in the playoff with an blaming, interim coach. Are you blaming Brian Kelly? You think Fickle would do this? For $15 million a year, he's a moron if he doesn't. No. You can wait. You You're can a total s- dummy and a buffoon if you don't take the contract. You, you can have s- to. You can say, I'll take the deal. Wait till Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. You say you can't keep the secret? I, I don't the know. The guy's in a, someone's house at the time. Paul, we don't have the text messages and how it went down. I have no idea. No clue. You should, okay, he ghosted people. We know that. We know the guy. We know assistants are out there recruiting at someone's home. They come out. Oh, hell breaks loose. I feel like a bleep. Uh, yeah. Well, again. Right? Again. Yes. He that, did the same sucks. thing at uh, Did the same thing at Cincinnati. But what you said earlier is, I don't ever want to hear anybody complain again about a player not playing yeah. in a bowl game. Absolutely. Never should anyway. No doubt about it. Can't criticize a kid ever again for doing that. Yep. With uh, this team, could make the playoff, and they're going to be an interim coach and up and gone. Yep. Um, the other thing. This all started with Tucker. What? And once, once you gave Tucker ninety-five million to a guy who was three games over five hundred, and then Franklin got that extension. Right. I mean, it that thing. Then it became the wild, wild west. Yep. Uh, also, uh, a bit of news here this morning. Tiger Woods is having his uh, press conference. Like this is his tournament, the Hero Challenge, this week, and he's talking to the media right now. I'll give you some of his quotes. They're asking him about you know what kind of a comeback can we expect? You know, playing on the tour full time, that kind of thing. I believe he ruled out like full time on the tour last night, but one of his quotes today was, um, "As far as playing at the tour level, I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm able to participate in the sport of golf to what level I don't know yet." He also said that the injury to the leg is difficult to explain. He said the knee stuff that was one level, the back uh, another level by itself, the leg stuff uh, difficult to explain. I could barely even get outside. My goal was just to get outside. It's mm. been so much work. Mm. And as you have, now this is me speaking, not him, but as you have all these injuries and you're getting older, he's what, 45, 46 40, He's 46, December 30th. Okay, so then when you go from no. knee to back to this leg injury, that was a February accident? You know, he's not 24 years old anymore. Play the big events, maybe here and there. And who knows, yeah, right? I saw someone at it. They took a big bet on him in the Wyndham Masters. All right, that's yeah. I mean, what what are the odds he plays that? I know. Yeah, I'd really like to see him though. Be oh, able sure. to finish with the ma- with at least playing in the. Um, I don't know if he can do like all of the majors, but it, give us like the the Masters and then right. throw us a bone if he can, if he's able to do it. You know, some yeah. of the other ones as well. The reports are all over the place on the Kelly contract too. Ten for ninety five. One ten. Well, he needs to get more than than Tucker. I got the yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'd be insulted if I get paid me the same as Mel Tucker. I know. Look at the guy. The guy's an incredible coach. <laughs> what a whirlwind, huh? Oh, what a 48 hours. You're right. And it's not done. No, because Notre Dame and Oklahoma are still open. Yeah. Urban Meyer, Notre Dame. Let's go. Line it up. Get it w- done. W- would Dabo consider something like this? I don't know. Would he ever leave what he's built at Clemson to go, go to like- Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. If Saban when Saban retires, would he go to Notre Dame? Notre Dame's a totally no. different thing compared to any no. other program. Uh, the talk is maybe the DC, the Marcus Freeman, who is. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. He's been awesome, right. Recruiting, very good. Yes, yeah. Just promote him. Maybe they talk to Fickle. I don't be know. A, be a first year coach. Would they do something like that? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I can say because I can't prove it. I think Fickle is just saying, "Talk to me." Once our season's over, or at least the championship game. Is he better off staying at Cincinnati when they move conferences or going to a spot like Oklahoma when they got to go to the SEC? 
he's better off staying and moving. So. Yeah. Concur. Go with that one. Yep. yep. All right, Go up on. next, Adam Rittenberg covers college football for ESPN. He's going to join the show coming up next. We'll get into this Heisman Trophy race. Is it really down to two players? And uh, who does he think will get the gig at Notre Dame? The Sports Betting Network. The VSIN holiday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You're also going to receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert uh, sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Adam Rittenberg covers college football for ESPN, senior writer at ESPN.com, uh, and he is incredible at covering the sport. He joins us now. Adam, thanks for the time today. What has the uh, what has your week been like, or in fact, maybe the last couple of days? Yeah, it's certainly been eventful. You kind of prepare for this because of the number of jobs that were open, but you know, the way this, this carousel was trending with the coaches is that it, it, the, the big thing was guys resigning, right? You had that with Mel Tucker, certainly gotten the most attention, but you know, James Franklin, uh, Dave Clawson at Wake Forest on Friday, um, you know, even Jeff Halfley yesterday, but uh, you know, with the Lincoln Riley to USC and then now Brian Kelly to USC uh, to Notre Dame, uh, sorry, to LSU, can't keep it all straight, but you have now some big names that are making the moves, which is, you know, kind of created a new trend in this market because it, it really had been guys re-signing and then schools scrambling a little bit and hiring some lower profile candidates. But now you got Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly both on the move. Incredible. Couple of days. Total whirlwind. Yep. yep. Uh, so now what does that mean for Notre Dame? Like their wish list or maybe the top three guys that would make sense for the fighting Irish? Right. So it's an interesting uh, wish list because there's a lot of coaches that want this job, guys. I mean, you know, we all grew up with Notre Dame and, and their profile, and I know they haven't won a national title for a long time, but you talk to coaches, and uh, they all kind of say, yeah, this is one that's high on their list. I think the, the, the top three names here are going to be Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, uh, Matt Campbell at Iowa State, and then an internal guy, Marcus Freeman, who's the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator for the Fighting Irish. He's only 35 years old. He's only spent one year at, at, at Notre Dame, but he's regarded very well. Uh, in that program and around the university. Uh, He's definitely seen as a future head coach. So if they want some continuity, they could go with him and then try to build a a staff of veteran coaches around him. I think you could hear other names like Matt Rule from the Panthers. You could hear uh, Pat Narduzzi at Pitt, Pat Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. But I think those top three is where it's going to start. How about Oklahoma? Yeah, so Oklahoma, um, you know, again, is in a very unfamiliar position here, guys, because you know, they haven't done a coaching search since 1998 when they hired Bob Stoops from the University of Florida. So, um, you know, again, I think it's a, a, you know, one of the top jobs in the country. Uh, you know, Joe Castiglione, their athletic director, you know, noted the type of interest that they were already getting in, in, in it on, on Monday at their, uh, at their press conference. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see if they go with a more defensive-oriented coach. Uh, two, two names that certainly have been discussed are Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables, who was a Oklahoma uh, co-coordinator on defense from 1999 until 2011. You know, he, he's improved his profile substantially at, since leaving Oklahoma and, and certainly is ready to be a head coach if he wants to be. So I think he's a name 
you know, Mark Stoops, who's Bob Stoops' younger brother, uh, you know, is ready to make a move. I, I'm not sure if they'll uh, go that route, but uh, he, he, he's certain some, he's somebody that we're hearing. And then Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Again, Matt's top choice, I'm told, is Notre Dame, but he also has a really good option potentially within the league of the Big 12 uh, and against a program where he's had a lot of success in, in Oklahoma. So um, I think th- those, those are three, and, and there are probably uh, going to be some others as well. Josh Heupel's name from Tennessee mm-hmm. will come up. You know, He was a, a national championship-winning quarterback at, at, at Oklahoma, but also was fired by Bob Stoops. And so I think it's a bit of an awkward situation there if they want to bring him back. But he certainly had a, had a nice first year at Tennessee. Can, yeah. you, can you expand on your tweet about Riley to USC? When did this start to heat up? When did it get close? And the fact that if Oklahoma would have won Saturday, this doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, you, you never know if it doesn't happen, but I absolutely think that, that the chances of it happening uh, would have been uh, tougher, right, um, for, for the USC side because uh, Oklahoma would have been playing in the Big 12 championship game um, and then you know possibly wins that game and, and would have had an outside shot at the college football playoff. And so as, as, as you guys know, timing is everything with these situations. And uh, USC once uh, Oklahoma lost the Bedlam game, it really went all in uh, with Lincoln Riley and in, 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 in presenting its plan and and the uh, the benefits of taking the USC job. So um, uh, you know that from sources I talked to at USC, they they really felt that <laughs> I mean they're kind of rooting for Oklahoma State in a weird way mm-hmm. to, to, to 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 win on Saturday night so that they could then make their full court press uh, to try to lure Lincoln Riley. And within a matter of hours, they were successful. So um, certainly a credit to uh, Mike Bone, the athletic director, his assistant, Brandon Sosna, um, and, and the others around USC who, who, uh, who really were quiet for most of the search process. And you know, they, were, they were realistic. I mean, they wanted Lincoln Riley all along, but they also knew that that might not happen. So they were looking at some other candidates like Matt Campbell, uh, Luke Fickle, certainly. But uh, ultimately, uh, they, they landed on Lincoln Riley, which is an absolute grand slam for them. So if Oklahoma wins Bedlam, Adam, we probably have a boring week, and you actually you're probably catching up on some sleep rather than the crazy week that we've had. Well, possibly. I mean, maybe you know the the, the crazy thing is that we were hearing, um, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley to LSU uh, as a rumor, yeah. um, for 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 some time. Now I heard all along that was not going to happen. You know, and Brian Kelly, you know, has really seemed to be very much in the legacy building stage of his career at Notre Dame. He turned sixty last month. Uh, you know, does he really want to go start somewhere else when, when Notre Dame's program is stable and, and really rolling right now and they've been in the college football playoff? So you know, he did not seem like a guy that was uh, poised to move. So, yeah, I think that one obviously still happens, but, but maybe, maybe Lincoln Riley doesn't move if, uh, if they win against uh, Oklahoma State. So then what happens to the Fighting Irish if they actually make the playoff? Is it going to be Freeman, you think, coaching the team? You know, it could be. I think it'll be really interesting to hear what uh, – Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director, decides there. Um, you know, Freeman certainly has a lot of support in the building and, and wouldn't you know, shock people if he is the interim head coach. But you have a lot more veteran uh, assistants on that staff. You know, Brian Polian uh, has been a head coach in the FBS at Nevada. Um, you, know, you, you know, you look on uh, Mike Elston has been there a very long time, the, the defensive line coach. Um, so, you know, there, there's certainly some other options, but in terms of someone who has, again, made an incredible impact in a short time and has won over really that entire team, 
Um, wouldn't shock me at all if Marcus Freeman is, is the interim mm-hmm. uh, coach for either a New Year's Six Bowl or, uh, or the playoff, which is uh, quite a debut for him if that's the case. People feeling good about themselves and patting themselves on the back at USC, and rightfully so. Uh, do you agree with your tweet that uh, someone was kind of bragging or saying, watch out now, we're going to get every player? Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, and there's great confidence there because, and one of the things they sold Lincoln Riley on, guys, is, you know, your access to talent here when everything is aligned around the program is unparalleled. And it really is. I mean, there, there's no other program, maybe Miami, that's in a yeah. market with so, so many high-level prospects as, as USC. Obviously, UCLA's there, but I, that, that's been an underachieving program for a really long time. So I think USC, even though they, they, they made this hire uh, you know, a couple of days ago, they've been preparing for this moment for a couple of years. They were preparing for a coaching search, and they were also preparing uh, the, the football program to be in better shape for whoever they brought in. You know, they added some support staff positions, recruiting position, and you know, they, they, they think that, that Lincoln Riley can really hit the ground running uh, in, in recruiting. He's certainly going to attract uh, top offensive players. You know, his, his, uh, his path with quarterbacks is very much known with a couple of Heisman Trophy winners, number one overall draft picks. And so you look at the sport right now, guys, and you know, three of the top quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Bryce Young from Alabama, Matt Corral from uh, Ole Miss, all mm-hmm. are from Southern California. Yeah. Young and Corral were committed mm-hmm. to USC. So essentially, Lincoln Riley will, will keep those guys now. Yeah. But, you know, you obviously, you're not all of them, but they're going to be keeping the top quarterback sure. from Southern California, and then he can certainly build up uh, the, the talent around them on offense. So it'll be a, a, a fascinating uh, you know, situation because USC has always been seen among coaches as a, as a program that with the right person in charge and the right support, they're absolutely going to contend for national titles again. Agreed. Adam, we have one minute left here. Are we really down to a two-man race to win the Heisman Trophy? Um, it could be. Uh, you know, certainly um, the, the interesting part of it is that Bryce Young from Alabama is, is, is the only uh, top candidate in a sense that's, that's playing this weekend, unless you guys have someone else in mind. I mean, you know, Kenny Pickett will also be playing, and I, I guess if he has a big performance – against Wake Forest in the ACC title game for Pitt. Um, you know, he, he might rise up those uh, Heisman boards. You know, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan uh, also is a defensive player, is getting some Heisman buzz. My concern, though, having voted for the Heisman and covered it for a number of years, is it's difficult for a, um, a defensive player who isn't promoted early in the season to win that award. It just is, historically. So uh, I think if Aiden has a huge performance against Iowa, uh, look out for him. But uh, otherwise, it's Bryce Young's stage against Georgia, and uh, a strong performance there after the heroics last week against Auburn you know, might be enough to put him over the top. C.J. Stroud still has a pretty good shot, though, with his, his overall statistical profile. He had good numbers against Michigan. He just got no help with, uh, um, you know, with the run game, yep. and, and obviously the defense was terrible. You can follow him on Twitter at ESPN Rittenberg. Adam, thanks so much for the time today. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Be good. Up next, In Pocket Play. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Here we go. Recapping in-pocket plays from last night. Uh, winner on Monday Night Football with the football team. Plus 2 over Seattle. Uh, we did discuss the props yesterday. I had nothing in this segment, but two of them that we talked about did come in. Gibson did not, so that was one that did not. But Gibson went over his yards, and Lockett went over his yards as well. Three catches for 96 yards. Uh, I bet Western Kentucky in the opener pick against Texas San Antonio. And I think this number is going to come down to two and a half, Paulie. Yeah. I'm on the Patriots plus three against yeah. the Bills. Okay. 
Good luck. I'm, I'm opposite with you and Adam on that game. Uh, I also like Western Kentucky in the Conference USA title game Friday night. Western Kentucky's won seven in a row. And uh, I don't think they'll be. Well, the first game was 52 46. Yeah. My God. Uh, I, I'm opposite with Matt here. Uh, great story. I like this team. I, I don't see how Iowa moves the ball. I really don't. And I think uh, eventually they'll break and give up some points late to Michigan. I'll lay the wood. Oklahoma State, five and a half against Baylor. They won the earlier game, first meeting rather. Baylor couldn't move the ball in that game. Uh, last last week was the first time they allowed more than 24 points in a game, although there was special team shenanigans. Bills Monday night laying three, and uh, you like the Warriors, do I? That's, uh, uh, I like the is Chiefs. that your player or is that mine? No, that's yours. Yeah, see, I like the uh, Warriors. I like, I like the Chiefs now at 177 to win the West. I think they're going to win the division now. Read off the bye, they'll beat Denver. One game lead. Chargers keep losing games. I'm going to add in the Chiefs as well. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. It is 10 for 95 for Brian Kelly. But with uh, all these incentives, I can't believe the incentives these guys have, considering what's like the Franklin thing. You better go to the Big Ten title game. I mean, the Harbaugh stuff. Good job by Harbaugh. Him and, his wa- away. Yeah. him and his wife are just giving all the incentives back. To people who lost their jobs during the yeah, pandemic. excellent job by uh, it. I mean, it's a lot of money, too. It's in the millions. Did I see like 3.4 yeah. with bonuses or something like that? What? Yes. <sighs> wow. For, for getting to the Big Ten title game, for beating Ohio State, for all this stuff. I mean, it's like, yeah. if I'm paying you $10 million a year, I, I would hope you could go 11-1. and one. It's up. Who, who's in the playoff first, LSU or USC? Hmm. Boy, that's a tough one. I can yeah. throw Oklahoma in there as well. Actually, Oklahoma might be ahead of both those teams because well, a lot of players are leaving, but they have still going to be in the Big 12 for a couple of years. People are not giving Brian Kelly enough credit. I look, would agree with that. Look at the resume, right? Look at the resume. Look how many times he's uh, had him in the playoff. And also, very, you know, you don't get the same type of players. That's the other thing. He's going to get a whole different thing. You know, Different kind of uh, player and athlete it's at tough. LSU. It's sure. tough to get into Notre Dame, right? But the, his rec, Chris Felica tweeted. I'll I'll get it here in a second. But he he won championships at Division Two. He won at Central Michigan. He went undefeated at Cincinnati. Since 2017, they're 54 and nine with two playoff appearances. Georgia's 56 and nine. Clemson's 60 and eight. Ohio State fifty-five and seven, Alabama sixty-two and five. That's very good. Best winning percentages, and uh, we'll say this: Notre Dame plays a brutal schedule. Now this year was uh, fluky. Everyone they well, played, but, but before the but, season right. started, everybody oh, said absolutely. the schedule was very difficult, right? Yes. Well, you also played six opponents off a bye. Yeah. Also, I would tell you this. Okay, so he never won a national title at Notre Dame, but um, the idea of actually winning a title. When Nick Saban has been at Alabama, how easy has that been for any other program in the country? Right. Ohio State and Clemson. Yeah. I mean, that's... But this the, things can change now. USC was the de- best program going for a long time. USC dominated college football. Yeah. Now we'll see if Riley does, does have to get them to, to the Carroll status, where they were rock stars. Get them back to being top 10, top 5. Well, here's they, they should dominate the Pac-12. Here's what's going to happen at USC. We all know this about the talent, right? What, what he's going to have to avoid is that landmine every year on the schedule. 
to have a 12-0 season and then play in the Pac-12 title game. Like, there will be landmines, right? There will be a trip to Eugene against probably a damn good Oregon team at some point, right? Because yeah. crystal ball can still recruit. When they, um, they play, yeah, they play Notre Dame every year, and they they play LSU out here in 2024. Sure. Like, they, like that's going to have to be a, a loss that you have to avoid. Like, I, like UCLA with Chip Kelly, the, what, eight wins this year? The offense has been humming. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him still, but I think Chip Kelly is, he can turn, like, UCLA into a pretty damn good program, like, on a yearly basis. That's a huge rivalry. Eh, you know, you just got to avoid losing to the Bruins. Yeah. Which is probably easier said than done. But there are going to be, like, trips to, like, Arizona State on a Thursday night. Trips to, like, Oregon State. You know, whatever. That just, you think they're going to win. There were 20-point yeah. favorites, but, oh, they stumble, well, they lose. Well, rest assured, 11, what would it be, 12-1 and one USC's making the playoffs. Oh, I would definitely think and, so, And yes. it's also, it's a game-changer for college football and ratings and a new TV deal. You need USC relevant in top 10. You need that 7.30 marquee game every night or 5 o'clock well, when, on when, whatever it is. ABC, get them, you know. That's been missing for a long time. Well, because the, the thing is, like, in this country, the South, they are completely obsessed with their college football. Completely obsessed. Like, the ratings for SEC games are always strong. But when Pete Carroll was really cruising along at USC... I mean, they were not must-watch TV like every single week that when they were on? Of course they were. So, I mean, they had talent galore, and right. it's going to continue. One thing we mentioned earlier, the Lakers are 11-11. and They're the seventh seed. They're a half game out of the four spot. So it's a little disappointing, certainly, how bad they've been defensively, and they played a soft schedule. But you're only a half game out of the – what a wacky NBA season. Yeah, You're a half a game out of the four spot. You're 500. And they play the Kings tonight on the road. Uh-huh. Don't forget, VSIN has programming like this live all day long, every single day, including tonight on the nightcap with Super Bowl winning quarterback Sean King and Tim Murray. If you missed the show yesterday, you missed Tim's breakdown of the Heisman Trophy market. Uh, I did hedge before I left town. I got Bryce Young at plus 220. But I'll be honest, Sean, I think the gentleman wearing maize and blue. Aiden Hutchinson can win the Heisman Trophy. Really? At 20 to 1, Aiden Hutchinson, the, 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 the ratings aren't out yet, but I can almost guarantee you, Michigan Ohio State was the most watched college football game of the year. The build up to that game, it being on uh, Thanksgiving weekend like it always is, and the fact that it was as competitive as it was, and who showed out? That guy. That's an ICAP. Sean King, Tim Murray, weeknights, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I would say this uh, if a defensive player wins it, and I still think that's very unlikely, I think it's probably going to be Jordan Davis over Aiden because Hutchinson, yes, he was amazing in that game, 15 quarterback pressures. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. <laughs> that's re- I know. Happening, right? Yeah, I know. But his, that was, his name was not there all year long, like Jordan Davis's name was there all year for Georgia. And if Georgia puts a beat down on Alabama and they limit the tide to like 10 points in that range and do what Auburn did this past weekend, I think that guy, because his name's been in the mix now for like two, two and a half months. And he's still at 50. Okay. He, he doesn't have the numbers, no. though. I think he's only got like a couple of sacks. But if you look at a defensive player, don't you look at the team that's allowed less than seven points per game? It's ridiculous. Eight touchdowns a whole year? The, whole, the entire year. Seven points per game? Yeah. God, come on. Well, I know we'll be saying, people will be saying when we come in uh, Monday, well, you, you, George didn't play anybody, you didn't face an offense like that, or, you know. 
Uh, sure. The most points they allowed in a game was 17, right? Tennessee? Is that I, right? I think that was it. I mean, I it's that was ridiculous. It. This, yeah. this is absurd. But, I mean, I know, do you make the case for Pickett? I mean, if Alabama would have lost that game 10-3, there's not much to choose from here. The both both those star quarterbacks losing the same day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I brought this up yesterday. Uh-huh. The kid from Wake Forest, Sam Hartman. Yeah. So he became the fourth quarterback in ACC history to throw for thirty touchdowns and rush for ten more. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Taj Boyd, the other three. Like all we heard about was Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, and they we deserved to hear about him because they were so good. But this kid. No, no chance to win the Heisman. No. If he if he has five or six touchdowns, this can happen. By the way, the totals in the seventies. Or if Pickett throws for four fifty and four touchdowns. They, you're telling me they have no chance to win the award. This is why it's so dumb. I think the award is just completely no. silly. It's got to be best team, best quarterback from the best team. Okay, no. all right, sure. Tennessee was the only time Georgia allowed more than thirteen points once, and that's they're blowing people out. Yeah. You can't even score on them in garbage no, time. No, that's that's yeah. All One time. time they allowed more than 13 points. All-time defense. And Tennessee went right down the field to start. 10 the rest of the way. Remember, midway through the season, I asked Brad Powers, who is a pro at this. I said, more impressive so far, the Georgia defense or the LSU offense of two years ago. And he said, i got to tell you, it's the Georgia defense. My God. And he had all the numbers to support it back then. Yeah. So, good night, good night tonight. Never an off time, off night whatsoever. Uh, we're back tomorrow at 7 Eastern. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.